just three black kings Giving our thoughts to society From politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band We just want to know who's bands I'm so happy to be here, blessings on blessings on blessings Taylor made life Yeah, I feel kind of Yeah, I feel kind of Yeah, I feel kind of Welcome to the Who's Man's Podcast. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Who's Man's This Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Adon, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Made. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's good, beautiful people? Um, hope you guys had a good weekend and are ready to dive in into this podcast and let you know Who's Man's is out in these streets. Um, but before we do that... Uh, you know who has to uh, drop a name for us real quick. Hey, welcome to everybody but Grayson Allen, okay? I don't like your face. Your mama probably don't like your face. Your teammates don't like your face. You look like you're musty, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if you score 40 points. Come at me, dude. Mm. I've been watching The Wire. And what you don't want to do is F with me. Right. That's that's That was my skirt, skirt. at the salute sound. <laughs> it wasn't close. But don't come at me, alright, bro? Izzo, get your shit together. You don't lose to nobody like that. You know better. <laughs> Damn it. But go green. Alright. Go white. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough loss. I don't know if we should record at their games anymore just in case we lose right. and <laughs> you come with this fight. I get emotional, man. My, my neighbors hate me. Okay? <laughs> All they hear is <laughs> random screams and claps. <laughs> And yelling and Serena fist, like they don't know what's going on. Oh man, a tennis be playing at weird times in America time, so I know you'd be up in the middle of the night yelling. Damn right. <laughs> oh, man. I can't live next to you. <laughs> oh, all right, let's talk about the weekend. How y'all been doing this past week, Conrad? What you been up to? So it was a good weekend. Uh ran my first half marathon, so it was good to accomplish that. Uh I was I was uh I was a little nervous because I did I did a horrible job training for it. I did not follow my schedule one bit, but <laughs> um, but I hit my mark. I was trying to go at least two hours or less, and I got it in two hours and fifty five minutes. So I was uh or fifty five seconds. So I was, oh, I was about to say, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, really? Damn, that's, you on the, you grade on the curve. <laughs> work as well so helping out another hospital in another town so it was it was a long weekend but back back to reality doing the back lord's work i love it amen amen <laughs> <laughs> all right what about you shock what you got man to? my beautiful girlfriend what up boo <laughs> what up baby how you doing <laughs> she came to visit me last week and uh this weekend uh, we went to Memphis, Tennessee to visit uh, her her extended family. Uh, we got a chance to go to Bill Street, which is a very, very interesting place with some very interesting people. Uh, but we had a great time. We got some good food. Uh, and then she left me on Sunday. <sighs> and now I'm back here. All right, Ron. 
All right, well, I mean, my weekend was uh, pretty chill. Not too much was going on, but before that, I had a pretty good week. So on Tuesday night, right before, or right the day after we did did some recording, I got a chance to go to church. Got a nice little viewing (laughs) of a sermon given to by Sean Carter. (laughs) <laughs> no, for real though, the concert was real. Was there anybody there with you? Because I heard he ain't selling <laughs> Can tickets. You be hearing these live rumors. We ain't dressed haven't we? <laughs> I heard you. The concert was pretty packed. Like I'm not gonna say it was sold out. There definitely were some seats, but I wouldn't say it was an empty crowd at all. Like the crowd was definitely live. Plenty of people were there. Floor was fl- uh, flooded. And it was a good show. Me and my girlfriend got a chance to check that out because the reason why we were out there was even because her birthday was the very next day. Hey. So that was dope. We got a chance to celebrate, to go out to a nice dinner. We got a chance to just, you know, have some time between us. It was nice. Definitely. Nasty. Hope she uh, enjoyed it. Shout out to you, boo. Have some <laughs> time between us. us. You're disgusting. <laughs> 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 You nasty. I'm sorry, I know you just because you gotta wait till on visits. Oh wow! <laughs> you ain't gotta hate. You're right. You came at me You're first. Right. I was jealous. I am jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can go ahead and get down to business tonight. So before we really get into the current who's man's for tonight, I just want to give a few updates because we've been talking about a few people who seem to just can't keep their name out of the news. Well. So, kind of, sort of. So I'll start with the first person whose name I'm actually getting tired of talking about. It's probably be one of the last times we should even have to bring him up. Tyrese, again, continued to act a fool. Even after we got done recording, I think more news came out about him. Like, we can't keep up with him. If, if you say something about him in the morning, it's going to be something new by that night. So really, we're just going to give him some time to, to work his life out, and then maybe we'll come back to him in a few months. But... His name was back in the news, first off, because it turns out that money we were talking about, that we were just so sure that he had to have been given. <laughs> it was a lie. <laughs> the lie detective testified. <laughs> Will and Jada and Jaden and uh, Willow and the other son we don't and see too often. Yeah. <laughs> they all came out and said no. Not, nope. <laughs> nope, wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> You had random people named Jacob that's talking about nah, what? But and then there's been even more than that, but we ain't really gonna get into it. I just want y'all to know he's still acting the fool. As at this point, I just gotta say he probably needs some help. If if you somehow hear this, get some help, dog. But I saw but, something about him saying that it was he was uh the medication his doctor or psychiatrist put him on was the reason he was acting this way and He's get. He's, so that's been confirmed that he said that. It was confirmed that he said it because I only saw heard a rumor about it. I thought it was a um. They he like they posted his like uh, Instagram page or something like that with it on there. So that's why I was just like, man, this dude's really tripping. I hope yeah, at this point it's kind of like I hate to say it, but I hope he really is tripping. I hope he isn't just doing this for publicity and like just to keep his name in the news. <sighs> Part of me just feels like he is, man. But I don't want to do that to him. I don't want to. But man, it's just I don't know. Right, with something so serious, you always want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I just don't, I just don't see how he could win by doing that. Like, what would be the purpose in like causing your daughter so much pain? And uh, I mean, it can't be helping his career any. Uh, I don't know, man. I still pray for him. I hope he's okay because it's getting like real weird now. Like. 
now you're getting other people involved and they finances? Like, when is enough enough? A lot of people are saying that he's using his daughter to also, like, make money with those sweatshirts and stuff. Like, he's, sell- well, he's about this selling, selling his those sweatshirts. No, um, man. Like I said, you can't keep up. I don't know how to... I don't want to be rude, but no offense. Who buying sweatshirts with somebody else's daughter name on them? That is real. And the sad part is... <laughs> I can see that. sad part, some of y'all listening, and y'all saw two people with them sweatshirts on... That's the sad part. It's, <laughs> Walking it's down one the person street. out there who had it all right. Yeah. Now, and they look down at it like, damn. <laughs> they just <laughs> paused the po- podcast. Like, damn, okay. <laughs> all right, welcome back. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right, so the, the other person I wanted to give an update on was the lovely lady that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Chrisette Michelle. So I'm not sure if any of y'all saw this because the reach was not very far, but <laughs> she released a new song recently called Black Lives Matter, which I guess is her way of, and there's no, hey guys, I'm still on your team, as if any of us care at this point, <laughs> which obviously we don't, because I was, like, one thing that I haven't gotten into the habit of lately is just, just looking at retweets and faves, just seeing what type of numbers people do, just out of random curiosity. So I looked at her uh, tweet, I was like, oh, she has a new song. I wonder how many fans she has that care about it these days. I'm thinking... She probably getting at least a few thousand, you know, maybe even ten thousand. Y'all, when I saw this tweet this morning, it had twenty six retweets. Chrisette <laughs> <laughs> <Percent> Michelle. <laughs> uh, That's she, rough. She has man. released she, she, big time singles, Grammy nominator, I believe. Yeah. Right? Like Grammy nominator. She couldn't even. Duh. She couldn't even convince a, a full bus to give to give her a retweet. That ain't even like, her so family. Like. like <laughs> <laughs> her mama saw that too like mm. kept on going Next. <laughs> I wonder what Instagram doing <laughs> and that was this morning I looked later on right before we recorded it was up to about a good 36 so I think it's confirmed and no one could care less about this song I didn't even give it the benefit of the doubt of trying to hear it, so I can't speak on its quality. Man. If any of y'all do listen to it let us know. I tried to listen to it uh, today when I um because you retweeted it, right? I guess that's how I <laughs> yeah, saw it. <laughs> so, Chrisette, thank you, Ron. <laughs> but it, 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 hmm. I won't listen to it again. Let's say that. But my thing with Chrisette, like, she's been uh, going to, to promote this new project that I'm not sure how it's going to come out because she doesn't have, like, a record label. Maybe she'll just release it on Twitter. Uh, cause everybody will listen to it there. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> but, um, she was on the Breakfast Club, like, after we recorded, and she finally, like, said, hey, I apologize if I offended someone, which I think is the worst apology. Like, duh, we told you we're offended. We told you not to do it. Just say I was wrong. And she finally came out, and that's just hard to come back from. Like, when you thought, or probably still think, like I said the other week, that you are smarter than, better than, or doing something for us, when we told you we don't want you to do it, now you got to try to fight your way back into, into I guess, being popular. So, it was already tough for you before the inauguration. Now, I don't know. Um, you might want to go look at Bill Street. possible? 
<laughs> you think she'll ever get back on the Billboard charts? Somebody gonna have to sign co-sign her. That's the only way I can see it. It's not gonna be on her own doing. She need Jay Z or Nas to come back. How big a person do you think it have to be? Yeah, I think it's got to be an A-list celebrity. I will say this though: if you're a black R&B singer, ain't too many examples of you <laughs> going against the people, if you will, and trying to come back. I mean, you look at damn, most of these people went against Beyonce, so that's probably a different story. But Keisha Cole and Carrie Hilson and uh. I'm sure it's a lot of Neo. I mean, it's a lot of people who tried, <laughs> who went and tried to do their own thing and went against the people. Oh, I'm going to go pop for a little bit. Oh, I'm better than R&B. And then they want to come back. And nine times out of ten, we ain't listening. So maybe I can all form a group. And <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Maybe that'll work. Just form a super group. <laughs> the sorry group. <laughs> We sorry. And low key, with their powers combined, they could come out with some fire music. <laughs> with their powers combined, I would listen. I would. <laughs> <laughs> they like the Captain like... Planet, but the sorry yeah, version. That's, right? that's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> <laughs> when we come together, we're no no longer losers. We are super losers. <laughs> super flop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the super flops. I love it, man. Lucky I would listen though. That might be an idea. Y'all call me. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'd give it a spin. I would. Pity spin. I mean, it's based, even if they are doing stupid stuff, they still have vocals. They still got voices. So they can sing. They can sing. Yeah. But there's so Get many people out. out there who can sing. Man, being in Memphis uh, this weekend and hearing some live music. It is so many talented people that honestly will never, ever get a, get the shot that Chrisette had or other people we've mentioned who have basically abused it have. And to think that you were there, you had, you literally had Jay-Z and Nas break you. That weren't that before they were even getting along? Like... You had both they of them. Around the time they were starting to make up. <laughs> you were part of their makeup. <laughs> you. And now here you want to go and do this. Man, come on. Damn. Mm-hmm. Man. All right, well, let's go ahead and keep it moving. So we have another music artist we want to talk about tonight. You want to kick it off, B? Marshall Bruce Mathers the third. Now, I didn't know you were a third because I didn't even know your dad won. And I didn't know who else was. Look. I didn't know he was a Bruce either. I thought your middle name was... I, I didn't know he had a middle name, but you learn something new every day, okay? And that's from Wikipedia, so I could be wrong, all right? <laughs> but when you need facts, you need them quick, you go to Wikipedia, okay? <laughs> but my boy, Eminem, top five, dead or alive, don't at me, but if you do, like I said, I've been watching The Wire, so be careful, okay? Omar and this B. Uh, Mike in this B. Snoop in this B. Alright? Try me. Alright. But Eminem released his newest single last week called Walk on Water featuring oh man, Beyonce. I didn't say nothing bad. I didn't say nothing bad. Uh, I don't know why you said it like I, that. I, for one, like yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> I love Beyonce, okay? <laughs> Y'all hear that? <laughs> and it's rumored that he's gonna release his uh, newest album this upcoming Friday, 
So if you're listening to this podcast tomorrow, download that. Um, and I think it's going to be called Revive. Uh, but look, I, I like the single for what it is. I think, I don't think this is the first single, if you will. I think this is just a buzz single to show you where Eminem is and how big he is. And he's basically like, look, I don't have to follow the traditional route. I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. I'm going to release this album and y'all are going to buy it. That's how I think. That's how I feel, at least, because I am going to buy it when it comes out. Uh, but I'm interested. What were, what were your thoughts when you heard the song by the King of Rap and the Queen? <laughs> <laughs> I even had to laugh when I said that. <laughs> by these two people. What did you think? Man, that shit was trash. I can barely get through it. Oh! <laughs> Let's keep it 100. <laughs> that song was barely listened to. I could not barely get through that song. I'm, I'm Beyonce, a... <laughs> Beyonce laid down great vocals. I, I'm mad that he even wasted the oh, Beyonce here you go. feature because Whatever. she did her thing. But those verses, quote unquote, would just sound like he just got in the booth and started talking. And they were like, well, if this is the best he's going to do, I guess we'll put it on the song. Because to me, it, it was nothing. I hated it. I'm going to be quiet. Well, damn. Until Conrad talk. Conrad. I couldn't listen to the song. Like, it came on, I was like, oh, Eminem's new song, and just the soundtrack itself turned me off, so I gotta actually give it another chance, but I didn't really take the time to listen to it, so. And I'm also not, like, the biggest, (laughs) I'm not the biggest Eminem fan, so it really didn't, I wasn't, like, excited to hear his song. Oh! I'm sorry, I had some in my throat. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen of the Who's Man's podcast, listening out there, what you've just heard are two people who don't like nice things, all right? I think (laughs) this is exactly what I want to hear from Eminem. Like I said before with Jay-Z when he came out with 444, this is exactly what I want to hear from a 43-year-old rapper who has nothing to prove, all right? Who's just doing it because he loves doing it. He is the highest selling rapper of all time. No one's even close to Eminem at this point. Um, and he's only going to push further away with this new release. He has done everything to shock us. He's accomplished everything. He's won all the awards. He's white. I mean, come on. He has it all. Like, come on. He does, he's done this before. I like the single because to me, I think it's a it's a, a brilliant choice to put Beyonce on the song because you've got two people who most think can do no wrong. Alright? You got Beyonce and, and who most think can do no wrong at this time. And I mean that because we've had other people in music who we've idolized and we put on this pedestal only to knock them down when they make that first mistake or they do something we don't like. And I think that's what the song is about is, hey, no, I don't I I can walk on water, but I'm not Jesus. That's what Beyonce says. Like, I think to me, what I felt from the song and what I think is so cool is he's saying, like, look, I understand I'm not going to achieve the highest heights that I've done in my career. I have classics, I have classic albums, classic songs, videos, 
that people are still trying to to um copy me on beyonce this great artist who has this great catalog and great history who's still breaking boundaries but you gotta feel for them in a way because it's like what else can i do i what else new can i do like they're always going to expect something from me and i'm just trying to do my art and do what i love so i like that it's both of them on a track saying look yeah i'm great and you guys love me, but I'm not perfect. And I might mess up. And I might not do what you expect from me. And that scares me. That's what I got from the song is that, hey, I'm scared to release new stuff. Because I I know it's only down from where I've been. Yet, it's what I do. And I the, my favorite part about this song is those last 10 seconds where Eminem goes in like, hey, but shit, well, I got the mic. I'm still a rap guy, and I still release Sam, so you're going to respect me. And I hope that the next song he releases is that cocky Eminem, and he's going back at it and showing that, hey, I'm 43, but you still don't want to mess with me. And yeah, you got your little Drake, so you got your little... Um, really, Drake is the only person that matters at this point in hip-hop. I don't even know those other people. But you got them... But guess what? Your fave, your fave don't even want none of this still at this old age, okay? And and I'm 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 a little surprised by you, Ron, because <laughs> as a fan of Jay-Z, as a fan of Kanye, two 40-plus-year-old men who are still trying to compete in this game of hip-hop, like, I would think you would... And both, well, not so much Kanye, but Jay-Z who just released a great album being very introspective and, and saying his his feelings and how he questions himself. Like, I, I feel like this is the right move from Eminem, just like I thought it was the right move from Jay-Z. So even if you don't like the song, I still think you got to appreciate the fact that he's releasing it at the right time. And I appreciate the lyrics. So there you go. No, I definitely feel you on that. Like, I agree with everything you said, but at the end of the day, I just I cannot listen to that song again. So that's really what it comes down to for me. That's why I, I feel like his music has degraded over the past couple of years. Where starting with Recovery, I think that was the first one. Maybe it was Relapse that um, I'm thinking of, but one of those two where he continues to produce the content that's relevant to his life, and it's still the stuff I want to hear. But just the quality of the music just has no replay value. Marshall that's Matters LP two played that once. Never want to hear any of those songs again. It just he's falling off quality wise to me. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I I think uh, relapse, which I think is the one with the Rihanna song. Well, he got two with Rihanna, but relapse was the one after he got. Well, he released one when he got off of drugs. I was still in college, so I forget the name of that. I think that was recovery, and then relapse came after that, or that could have him mixed around. And I thought he came back hard on that one. I think that was a great album. Marshall Mathers, LP2. Look, I wanted more from it. I was disappointed. I wasn't surprised, though, that I was disappointed. I'm really interested to hear what comes out on Friday. And I love when rappers, uh, male rappers, are, are willing to, like, drop down that wall and, like, let you into how they feel. Because I was thinking about this earlier. Like... Jay-Z, Kanye, Eminem, they don't have any example to follow. 
Like, if you think about it, there are no hip-hop artists who have gone into their 40s and been anywhere near successful at rap. You know? So the fact that they are kind of just doing it, and Jay-Z now is facing backlash on, oh, can he tour? And, oh, his, 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 his sales are down, which is false. Kanye, oh, he doesn't, he's not mentally there. He can't keep up or he can't, he's trying to keep up with the new school and he's failing. Again, false. Eminem, like, again, greatest selling rapper of all time. And yet people are still questioning like, oh, does he still have it? The thing from the other week with the BT cipher. I mean, I appreciate the fact that they're still doing it. But they're doing it in their way and not trying to be these new people who all have the same name and same look. So I'm excited. Go Eminem. All right. Yeah. Like, I'm going to listen to the album and I'm going to hope to like it, but I'm not going to expect to. So I'm, I'm definitely going to win with an open mind. And if I come back next week, I may be willing to call it the best thing I've heard in a long time. But <laughs> and at the, right. I'm just not expecting to come back saying that. At the end of the day, we can fight. Enough. So. <laughs> you don't want to find me. You really that show really... called Uber for you when you get here. <laughs> the wire, the wire has really got to you, huh, Brian? Man, look, I'm. I just finished season four. I'm in season five, and look, I know, I know. You guys have your thoughts on what's the best, and did the show end at the right time? We all know. That it didn't, but that's okay. Um, look, the show is amazing. And to watch it and think that this show was like 15 years ago, my God, and it's still better than anything on TV now. <sighs> I'm just mad that I waited so long. But then again, I'm not because I get to experience it now. Swag. So, where does season four rank on your season list right now? Are we going to go there? Yeah, we got it. Conrad, go. have you seen The Wire? Alright, you gotta come back, come back. Season 4. Every single person told me that season 4 is the best season of television that they've ever watched, that it's so good, it's, oh my god, you're gonna be amazed. It was great, yes. But it was not the best, okay? My favorite season of the show was season 3. That kept me on the edge of my seat. I loved it. I I was engaged with all the characters. Season four had me rooting for like select people. Every and then there were other people I I didn't care anything about. But um, still, man, when I tell you my blood pressure was high <laughs> watching season four, and I tell you one thing, Tristan Wilds. Okay, if you out there, I know you did this show like a decade ago. I still won't mess with you, man, because I don't believe you. I don't believe you lost, <laughs> that you got rid of that character, alright? I don't know what's about to happen to you, but what I do know <laughs> is you played that a little too well, and I don't think you right in the head, so I'm not gonna mess with you, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you, but I'm not gonna mess with you, alright? But that's my show. Right, I don't even know how we got to the wires. Let's go ahead and keep the train rolling back where it should be. <laughs> Kyrat, what's next on the list? Oh, man. So, <clears throat> we got a, a ball family member back in the news. 
So I'm sure most of our listeners who haven't, um, Leangelo Ball plays for UCLA. They were being hosted in China for one of their like uh, travel games against I think it was Georgia Tech, one of the t- one of the Georgia teams. And so Leangelo and some of his teammates decide that they want to go check out a Louis Vuitton store um, next to the hotel. And I guess they really liked the glasses, and they tried to shoplift, and they got busted. And so. <laughs> um, just the first, uh, like, even just to think about, like, bro, Leangelo, your daddy can buy like seven of the seven of those uh, glasses, sunglasses for you. You could buy them for yourself. Uh, Wait, but Conrad, let's rewind even before that. You in China, talking like <laughs> you ain't up the street. You in somebody's right? China. Like, what are you doing? Somebody's China. <laughs> You just go take they stuff? No. <laughs> yeah, and the thing they even think about it, you know, other countries, especially like China and like, um, what is it, Dubai and all these these uh, countries are just ruthless when it comes to crime and like shoplifting and any type of. You get your hand cut in Dubai, they be like, "Hey, you go ahead and steal," but if you if you get caught, you will never steal again. You may, you won't be able to hold anything again. So, like, to even have the balls to do that in China is just, I guess he's a big baller, for real. He doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, to me, I was just like, man, Langelo, do better, man. Like, you're going to be able to buy a whole store after you leave UCLA. Like, you can go and have as many Louis Vuitton shades as you want. And, like, to even steal shades, like, come on, bro. If you're going to steal something, like, if you're going to steal something, like, <laughs> like, going, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> you steal some, some shades? <laughs> Did you guys hear the rumor that he stole, I don't know if it's real, but they said he was doing this, and he stole something, like, so small as sunglasses to get the attention of his dad? away from uh yeah lonzo i all these damn l's i don't know which one is which labarius lavajava <laughs> all of them <laughs> but Labar- they sound like the i don't the know newest teenage, they sound like the ninja turtles <laughs> nah, they might yeah, as well be Angela, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um but like if that's true like and he's just trying to get his dad's attention man i'm stuck do it the old-fashioned way like have a baby or <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like <laughs> steal your dad's car <laughs> yeah steal your dad's car stay out late I, mean, I don't know the thing is that is low key something a petty teenager would do to get their parents attention but he just has the <laughs> national attention when he does it <laughs> but man I guess they got back today um, they were released and I don't know what the punishment's going to be, but I personally think that he should not be able to play at UCLA this season. But, Ooh. you know, that's not going to happen. Damn, the whole season. Damn, Kyra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going you to... You shit. No, like, you don't deserve that. Like, you're going to another country. You're representing your school and the U.S., and you're going to shoplift. And you already know you're a big-name player. You already have this name attached to you. So you're just going to go to another country, steal, come back, and you're like, oh, we'll let you... We'll suspend you for two games. Oh, 
Show your ass on the bench. Learn from your mistakes. Conrad, what do you think his dad should do? Or parents, I should say. What do you think they should do? I don't know. I don't, I feel, to me, I mean, I don't know what, as a parent, they would do to him. I mean, he's already... If he's not ashamed of being in the public spotlight right now, uh, it's not like they can say you're grounded. No. <laughs> not gonna say, not like they're going to say, I'm taking your shoes away. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm still a, like part owner, probably. Like, it's my name on the shoe. Uh, he gonna put his shoes on sale as punishment. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm not gonna give you a shoe. I'm not gonna give you a Christmas edition. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I'm sure they're handling it, but as far as like the university, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a bigger issue than what, even if it is seem like it's a petty crime. You're in another country, and you're representing your school. You're presenting your family's name. Um, yeah, sit on the bench. If it's not the whole season, okay, I hope it's like half the season. Because he deserves to be punished, man. You were detained in China. So, question. If they do sit him for a season, does he get that year of eligibility back? Because technically he hasn't that, played a game, right? That I'm not sure. We'll let the we'll let the listeners let, uh, help us out on that one. Yeah, I don't know too much about Conrad that. Says, sit your ass down and think about what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Some damn. Hey, everybody who goes to uh, from a like competing team should go to his games and just wear their sunglasses. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be just doing a shit around. Wearing shades. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's that's my who's man's. Do better. All right, well, damn. Is that everybody else we need? To, everybody we need to cover? Go ahead, and move on. No, but wait, just just thinking about like people in jail, and we only got to spend a lot of time on this, but it's been on my mind a little bit because I've been wrestling with it. But what do you guys think about this whole Meek Mill thing? Yeah, man, I've been hearing a lot about this, and it's like, I can see, I'm just going to say first, though, I don't know how to really feel about it, because there's just so much nuance behind it, but I can see both sides of the coin, where people are saying, you know, another black man being treated unfairly by the broken system, which definitely exists, ain't no not denying that, but then there's also the people who are saying, he's getting exactly what he deserves, and as he's more and more stories I've been looking at about what he's done, I can kind of see that side, too, so I'm still figuring out how I want to feel. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, we talked about a little bit about him last episode, and we've been waiting to hear more on it, but it doesn't seem like there's much that's been at least, like, released to the public, but I think maybe, the only thing for me is, the yeah, I see the sentence was probably a little too much, a little too over the top, but the dude had a lot of chances like you, people said, he's been on probation forever, but we also know that he's broken a lot of probation during that time, and they've tried to like hide it or give him like a lower um, punishment instead of like he could have been in jail a long time ago, like a long time ago. So I'm more leaning of like I don't feel bad that he's in jail, like I don't feel bad for him. I hope he like serves his time and he understands, like, comes out as, like, a clean slate again because he was doing something with his life when he was out. But at the same time, like, you can't put yourself in positions where you're going to 
um, break your probation. You can't be at a fight in, in Miami knowing that if you get caught there, you're going to be in trouble. You can't <laughs> fail your piss test because that's like the number one thing. <laughs> even not <laughs> a probation <laughs> officer is going it's gonna to tell you, even if you're famous or <laughs> someone off the block, like simple, like things like that. So I feel like he put himself in situations that he could have avoided. So he has to suffer the consequences. Was the time a little too harsh? Yeah, but hey. Hey, let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think Meek Mill is about to be like this generation's OJ? No. Now, hear me oh, out. Wait. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay. wait let a minute. Me... <laughs> the reason why I'm asking that is because I feel like what it's starting to turn into is just another case of a black man who probably is kind of deserves what they're getting, but we just want to see a black man get a win against the legal system so bad that we're going to root, root for him and we're going to try to help him. <laughs> oh. I hope uh... not because I feel like they're so... Uh, I don't know how to answer that, but... There's some parallels in the way they're being treated. And OJ out here after the whole food too, so I don't know. Like <laughs> My thing is I just wish people would stop trying to justify Meek Mill's bad behavior by comparing it to somebody else's bad behavior. Yes, we do know that there is a lot of um, injustice out there with people killing unarmed black people. But I've seen so many tweets saying, oh my god, these people haven't spent any time in jail, and now Meek Mill has spent this amount in jail. You can't, to me, you can't compare the two. And I get it, like, I understand what you're trying to do, but bad is still bad. And if Meek Mill, even if it's unfair, like, if he did like go against his probation and break any rules that he knew were the rules then yeah he should be held accountable um i just hope that those other people you know will one day be held accountable and if you read the bible one day they will but for me like for meek and uh the jj ball whatever his name is both the uh like i need both the uh to just stay home all right <laughs> Stay home. If you got a game, uh, Lily, you go play that game. Meek, if you got a concert, get permission and go do that concert and then come back home. All right. And we need all y'all friends. Uh, Lamar, Lavar, you got too many kids not to have them all under control. Come on. You need to keep them in, in check. And Meek, I'm going to say Ricky, Rose, you got all these people out here protesting for them. Keep your boy in line as well. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all can do better. We shouldn't have to be worried about y'all breaking, doing stupid stuff. Come on. Jeez. All right. Well, I think that's a good way to wrap it up and keep it moving. So, next segment for the night, that's, we're going to go ahead and get into drink to that. So, this is the segment where we want to send a shout out to everybody who we feel like is doing something dope that you want to support or someone who we need to congratulate, show a little bit of love to. And we got a few people on the list tonight. So go ahead and start us off, Shock. Hey, my first guy, if you haven't seen this video, it's been floating around Twitter, Facebook, all social media for the past few weeks. Um, it's my boy, Tenehasi Coates. I got his name right, I think, on the first try. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> hey, one shout out. He just released a new book a few weeks ago called Eight Years in Power. I bought it on Amazon. 
I actually now own all his books. I feel like a groupie. I feel like a fan, and I'm happy because I'll be reading. Hey, but um, uh, Tanahasi was giving a uh, not a speech, but like a, I don't know what you call it, like a interview, well, like a discussion, yeah, a panel discussion. A panel discussion. Um, and this this brave white young woman got up and said, "Look." I'm not talking about me. <laughs> That's how she started the whole thing off. Like, this is not me asking this question. <laughs> but why? But it's always a but in there after they say that. But why can't white people say the N word even though we always hear it in rap lyrics? And I'm paraphrasing, but you know, you get the point. And look, if you haven't watched the video, I'm not going to even try to repeat what he says because he's way smarter and way more eloquent than I can be. Um, but what I will say is if you've ever asked that question of yourself or if you ever had the audacity to ask your black friends on why you can't use the N-word, simply type in uh, my brother's name and listen to his response. I think he puts it in a simple manner. He lets you know from A to Z why. You will not, you cannot, and you will never be able to or should ever use that word. Uh, you guys always, you know my position. I don't think we should use it at all. I think it should be dead. But at the very least, I think he, he gives a great explanation. Basically saying, hey, everything in context, has, every word in context has a meaning. meaning. And if you're listening to it at, in a rap song, it means something. If you hear it on the street, it means something from that person or to the person they're talking to. So you can do it, basically, is what he came down to. So I would I would advise you to listen to it. Shout out to him. Uh, shout out to him for writing these Black Panther comic books as well. If you haven't seen those, they're out. The man is basically a genius. And I wish I could be like, I just wish I could be like him. I want to write a book one day. Maybe I'll have him like ghostwrite a book for me. That'll be sweet. Uh, hey, <laughs> my second drink to that is on the flip side a little bit. I want to drink to one of my like, I guess you could call her one of my my idols, if you will. No, not idol. You can't say that. One of my people I look up to. Her name is Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, if you don't know, I love her. She, to me, is one of the top five comedians ever, dead or alive. Don't at me. If you want to, come fight me. Um, her birthday was last week. And I just want to shout out Whoopi. I love her. I feel like as a as a black woman in comedy, she broke so much ground. I see so much of her comedy in male and female comedians of today. Um, and I, I was really happy to see so many comedians... Like give her shine last week. Uh, I know Whoopi in 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 current day, if you will, being on the View has probably said some stuff that you know disappoints us in a way, or we don't agree with. But you can never take away her talent. You can never take away what she's done for our people. And uh, look for all the black comedians out there. I just want to say, hey, happy birthday, Whoopi. I love you and Ghost. One of my top favorite movies of all time. Hey, <laughs> hey can that be my new thing? Like that little laugh? <laughs> no. All right. Never mind. Nah. Nah. 
Moving on. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of black comedians, I got another lovely woman we need to talk about. Miss Tiffany Haddish had a great debut on SNL, so she was on the host this past Saturday night, which, first is real quick, the fact that she was the first black uh, female comedian to host the show in 2017 is, I mean, great for her. I'm glad that she got the opportunity, but it's just sad that it took this long. Uh, you know I didn't but, believe you know, that. You know I looked I it up. To, <laughs> I had to see it from multiple sources. I didn't go look it up. You better than me, but <laughs> I, I almost asked Whoopi like, like Whoopi, <laughs> where were you at? <laughs> Whoopi, Wanda, duh, like, right. <laughs> but she did her thing. Like, um, did you guys get a chance to check it out? Yeah, I did. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, I feel like the way they used her, I think, could have been better. I felt like they didn't take a full advantage of the range that she could have, but. I feel like for the roles they put her in, she did her thing. Like, she brought her style to it. She made it great. It made them funny. And, like, her monologue, she brought her true self. You could definitely just tell that she was, like, feeling herself, and I loved every moment of it. I think big shout-out to her. Big sip for that. I feel like Saturday Night Live is not the best anymore. I think everybody knows that. But I feel like I, lo- I like I agree with you. Like, she was herself through the whole episode um and i feel like she did the best with what she had like <laughs> like hey i can only do so much with y'all <laughs> i'm gonna try but i don't know what y'all want from me yeah she definitely did her thing though hey chance the rapper this all week I had on. oh yeah and he's not even uh the musical actor he's gonna be uh, host? hosting right you know who the music artist is i want to say to remind me, I can't remember. Marshall Bruce Mathers the third. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm be looking forward to checking that one out too. Oh uh, man! All right, Kyrie, who else we got on the list? Oh, we gotta end it with this guy with the dopest GQ cover I've seen. And I had a drink to Colin Rand Kaepernick out here getting Citizen of the Year. Um, what I mean, I wish I had we had a little button to like have the little noise crowd cheering and everything. Me too. But be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I don't I don't even know what else you can say about Cap right now because he's doing his thing. Um, He's stuck with his protest, his silent protest, his silent movement, uh, touching everyone. Um, It's just he's been an impact on a lot of people, a lot of black people, and uh, he deserves a citizen of the year. Um, Just the fact that he looks like a straight brother on that GQ I feel like that's how I should go to the Black Panther movie. I'm gonna get a fro and just dress up like that. Yes. Do just it. like that. You better be careful. It might think like, you Chadwick. Like <laughs> you scared. But I had a, a drink to him, um keep doing what you're doing, Cap. Um you don't get that someone's gonna sign you. I still I still have hope for him, but even if it's not signed, he's still making moves and still making people hate on him. Because there's always going to be haters. But, hey, brush him off. Because you're the citizen of the year. They can't talk. 
what they do, <laughs> what they're doing with their they life. They so mad though. <laughs> they so, <laughs> so mad. mad. <laughs> Big mad. Yeah, I think somebody tweeted like, man, one of his pictures. He got like this huge smile on his face, and they're like, the look you give when all your haters so mad, but all your supporters know that you completely covered. Meaning like, hey, God got you so wrapped up, you don't even got to worry about it. So I don't even care if he gets signed no more. I know I, I really cared probably like three weeks ago. I was like, dog, what's taking so long? But now I'm like, this dude got a, a seven-figure book deal. He, his girlfriend is beautiful. <laughs> Everybody, we got him. So he, he fine. He fine. He good. Like cover of GQ. How the hell are you on the cover of GQ? We should be on the cover of GQ. Like today, like right now. Why not? Yeah, you're right. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little bit more time. Let's come to check in next year. Like right now, they around. Oh hell, you got no faith in us. Dang. No, we got to build ourselves up a little bit more. Keep building the brand. You got to earn it. You don't think we citizens of the year? <laughs> nice. I'm gonna let Cap have this shit. Right. He's done way more. Right. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Citizens of the podcast here. Damn, All like, right, his, his girl is fine. Damn. Oh. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> Anything else we need to give a shout out to? Hey, just really quick to everybody who voted last week. Man, you showed up and you showed out. Look, hey. the the turnout was okay, okay? <laughs> it could have obviously been better, but reports that I read said that, hey, turnout was at where we were last year for a presidential election in those areas who had uh, who who voted last week, like a third of the country. So, you know, we can do better, and we're going to do better in 2018. But look, man... If you root for blue, you probably had a good, good, uh, good Tuesday. Uh, but I will caution everybody that, hey, every Democrat, if you are, if you are a Democrat, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying the political views of who's man's, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, if you root for Democrats, you were happy last Tuesday. But what I will say is, look, we won in all the, or they won. Edit that out. <laughs> they wanted all the places. <laughs> they wanted all the places they were expected to win. Okay, so don't 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 lean on that. Okay, we got a lot of work to do, and you got to make sure that we are supporting, we are giving money to, we are getting people registered to vote because 2018 is. Not as far, well, obviously, it's not as far as it feels. It's damn near next month. But it is very important. It's very close. And there's some big, big stuff at stake. Okay? You do not want Cheeto in charge, all right, for uh, and doing what he's doing like he has been doing for the past year. We got to change some stuff in, in the next year. So let's get to work and let's make it happen. All right, all right. So I think that wraps up that section. So let's go ahead and move on to the next topic of the podcast. Well, into the next section of the podcast, which we finally have to give the name to. So congrats to us. Shout out to ourselves. We're doing our thing. And we decided to go ahead and call this, to- this topic, uh, What's on Our Minds? 
Real creative, I know. Y'all gonna love it. <laughs> they probably they probably had to pause and take it in for a second. <laughs> I like that though. We could make a jingle. Yeah, yeah I feel like so. we need a jingle. I like that. You work on that and come back to us in a couple of weeks. We'll see what we can do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you ain't really gonna do it. <laughs> I, feel like you got I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so anyways, basically like it's gonna be whenever we have that's on our mind or whatever topics you want to submit to us, this is gonna be where we bring them up. So I'm just gonna say real quick, if you wanna reach out at us, we are available in a lot of different places and we continue to expand our availability. Y'all ask and we've been listening. We are gonna make ourselves available on every platform we can. Recently we added to the list um, what was it, Google Play and Stitcher. So for those of you who don't want to have to worry about using SoundCloud links, who may not uh, be using the Apple product, you can now find us on um, those apps as well. Check us out. You can download it straight to your phone. You ain't got to worry about using the internet, none of that. Um, if you want to contact us directly using any of our social media, you can get at us at Who's Man's Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we check them pretty much daily. So you can always tag us in something you want us to talk about or send us a direct message or just whatever. If you want to just throw something to our email inbox, that's always uh, whosmanspodcast at gmail.com. So that's W-H-O-S-M-A-N-S, podcast at gmail.com. So like I said, man, there's a ton of ways you can get at us. We don't want to hear no excuses that we couldn't find out how to talk to us. We want to know what's going on on your mind. And we appreciate everyone so far who has been continuing to uh, reach out to us. We hear y'all. We're going to talk about some of the things y'all asked us to talk about. And we appreciate the support. We just appreciate y'all listening. Just, just make sure that you hit the follow, you hit the subscribe, hit the like, hit the retweet, hit all the buttons. <laughs> all of them. There's a lot of them out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so the topic we're going to get into tonight was one submitted to us by a friend of ours. So you know who you are, shout out to yourself. And we're going to talk about with the recent events going on in the country, like 45 doing all, everything, literally something new every week. There's a mass shooting, it feels like, every other week. I mean, there's just, you can, there's no shortage of lists of things that you can have out there to have your concerns. So with all this stuff going on in the, in the country and in the world, where do you, how do you guys feel safe right now? Like, where do you fall on that scale? I'll leave it toss it to you guys, what you think? Um, I mean, that's a, that's a tough but real question. Um, I think I, uh. Slightly discussed this with Jared a couple weeks ago um, because we talked about the Black Panther movie, and he's like, "Man, I can't even do that movie." And I was like, "Why, man?" He's like, "Because that's just a perfect setup for a big event where a majority of the viewers are black, are going to be black, and also a huge um, audience of comic lovers and it's just a big big opportunity for something bad to happen and he's like it sucks that i think that way but with everything happening why not think that way why not be prepared for the worst nowadays instead of thinking and it's a it's a real it's a real um thought process and i usually try to always look at like not to be afraid about things a lot um, and it's just to like try to live your life without fear of things of this this matter but with the way they're happening at such a fast rate and such a consistent rate it, it, 
it's scary. You don't know if you're going to walk out to the grocery store and get popped, to be honest. Like, you have no idea. Um, for no reason. Like, it's crazy even when you were saying, like, you were at a Jay-Z concert. The, at the back of my head, I was like, man, what, what if something bad happens? Like, you never know. You just don't. And um, are we 100% safe? Nope. I don't think we've ever been 100% safe, but I think now more than ever, it's just like everyone should be on high alert, um, be like, we always say stay woke, stay woke, and I feel like <laughs> the past couple of years, that's, that that word has meant a lot to people. Um, before, it was like more of like, you know, black people stay woke, black people stay woke, but everyone has to stay woke <laughs> like you can't go to school without staying woke you can't go to a concert without staying woke uh you can't watch a movie without being woke just have to like now that being said i don't think that you should go out in life and just being scared and like you can't do things and can't enjoy life you should be able to enjoy your life you should be able to do things that you love and but at the same time just hey when you walk into a building you might want to know where the exits are when you're sitting somewhere, you want you might want to you know be in a area where you know like you know if something happens, I can be covered because people are crazy nowadays. People have always been crazy, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's in the air. I don't know if it's in the water, but it's just been crazy. So that's how I feel about that. I agree with Conrad. Like it's tough because you. All the places you thought, I don't want to say you thought, but all the places you think you would be safe, the church house, school, a movie theater, like places where it's like, oh, I'm not on the street, I'm not interacting with people I shouldn't be, I'm not in a, in a, uh, a place that is normally dangerous, are places that are now, or a concert, are places that are now targeted for different types of events. And it's tough. Like, you you don't want to be scared. Like, I went to Europe over the summer, and I wanted to have a great time, and I went to London and Paris. But in the back of my head, I'm, all I'm thinking is, dog, two weeks ago, four weeks ago, a month ago, or a month and a half ago, these were places where there were terrorist attacks and now i'm walking in the same place where that happened i'm looking at the same place that was attacked and that wears on you a little bit and a few weeks ago i said on a podcast that i was um doing like a little fast from social media and 24-hour news and man i'm so glad i did that because i found myself like letting what I saw on social media and what I saw on CNN or any other 24 hour news format, that that was, that was impacting how I felt for that day. And I know that that's dangerous. Um, so it's tough. It's like you, I don't know what the answer is because I don't want to live in fear and I want to be able to go out and experience new things and not feel like Oh, somebody's gonna ruin this for me. But at the same time, it's like I gotta face reality and know that that's, that's something that might happen. And I think what Conrad said that is so true is 
It's always been this way. Okay, whether you want to face it or not. I was watching uh, this CNN report like a month ago on the 90s. And they were sharing like just how many terrorist attacks were happening over and over again. And I don't remember any of them. Mostly because I was a kid. But at the same time, it was like I, it, it didn't seem real to me at the time. And maybe now because I'm here and I'm older and... You know, I'm more responsible for myself. I I am responsible for myself. Uh, <laughs> I feel <laughs> it feels closer, but I think Conrad's right. It's always been here. It's just now you have to make sure you're in charge of it and not somebody else like maybe it was before. So, yeah, I don't know how to feel. I, I'd be interested to, like... See if you guys have any ideas on how to live through it. What do you think, Ron? I mean, I'm struggling with it, I would say, myself. Like, I mean, like Conrad mentioned, you feel like you got to be hyper aware of your surroundings. I mean, you feel like you're damn near Jason Bourne. You got to know exactly how many people are in the building with you, where your exits are. It's like you got to just, like, take stay woke to that next level where you're at. You know, you've always had to be. I've always felt like I've had to be cognizant of who I am as being a black man or being in surrounding people who may look at me a certain way. But then now, it's just like you could be minding your own business, and this ain't got nothing to do with you. And now you end up getting popped, or someone's doing something crazy that you gotta react to. And like you, maybe like you said, this is something that has been going on, and maybe it's just you gotta reach a certain age before it really starts to sink in with you. But now that we're at that age, where I'm really starting to feel it, it's like. It's a scary feeling, and it's weird to walk out your house every morning not knowing what type of randomness, like, at your office or on your lunch break you might run into. So it's hard to say, you know, how do you go through this without letting it paralyze your life? It's like you kind of just got to push it out of your head for a moment, like, try to... I mean, at least that's what I do is almost not even think about the danger and just hope that when something does happen, I'm ready to react. Because if you sit there and dwell on it, I find myself just not being able to enjoy the day. It's just you can't be in a good mood when you're worried about what bad thing is about to happen to you throughout the entire day. Yeah, I think that's why it's so important to like think and be positive throughout the day because at least that can carry you. Um, because it's easier, let me rephrase it, it's harder. To live your life if you're on constant, like, if I open this door, I got to look left and I got to look right and I got to look forward. And then I'm going to step out and see if anyone's there. Because if you live like that every single day. And the, th- and the scary thing is some people do live like with that paranoia. And, it's, and, I, and I guarantee you it's tough for them to live with that. <clears throat> we just got to go out there and take each day as it comes. Like, all right, today's over. I'm breathing. I'm living. I went to work. I made money. Um, Jan said some shit that made me mad, but it's okay. I'm now I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> like you know, like, and then you go and move on to the next day. Um, but yeah, it just comes down to just being aware. Um, I guess I get this question a lot. This might be a little dark, but are you guys afraid of death? Like, are you scared to die?
I'm saying I'm afraid of just not knowing when or how. That's really what scares me the most about it. For me, it's like I'm not afraid to die. It's just that I don't want to die before I truly know what I was put on Earth to do. Like before you feel complete? Like I don't... Like if I die, I die. Like you don't have... You don't choose when you live... Like you don't choose when you die. Like you don't have that... I mean... You can have that choice, but in reality, you, you don't you don't know exactly when that happens. So, I feel like if you're not afraid to die, I feel like you also kind of live less on the edge. Because I feel like people who are afraid of death are always like thinking about what could take them in that moment. Um. That's just something like I've always thought about. But I just want to ask that question. I want to ask that question. Like, I know we joked about it earlier in the podcast, but, like, legit, I've been watching The Wire for, like, the past few, probably the past week. I've started back up. And one thing that stuck with me, and I talked to Ron about this, I was like, I don't know if I could survive this. Because a lot of the wire, especially for like the drug dealers, and I'm not giving up anything. If you were choosing to watch it, and you, if you haven't watched it or you are thinking about watching it, what the hell are you waiting for? Um, is is like with the drug dealers, they have to live with looking over their shoulder and and looking both ways before they leave somewhere. I mean, I cannot imagine living like that, but at the same time, to a much lesser extent, I mean, nobody's out there trying to, I don't have nobody's corner, I ain't trying to take nobody's drug <laughs> game, I swear, but to a lesser extent, like, that is what you gotta, you kinda gotta do that, you gotta, you gotta check your surroundings and make sure you're okay, and I think about, like, times in my life, like, when I was in college, look, you had to, when you would go out at night, you had to watch out and be like, look, I'm at a bar, I'm with my friends, let me make sure everybody's good, make sure I'm not, you know, bumping into people the wrong way, be respectful of people's space. That used to be the biggest fear, but now it's like you literally could do everything right. You could, you could wake up and be nice to everybody, you could just be doing your job or doing what you have to do and yet you still could run into some trouble and i and that's hard to deal with but to your point like uh you gotta make sure i i just look at it like you gotta make sure you live every day to the fullest and that's why i always say tell people you love them that's why all my friends man i say i love you and i know some people think it's weird but I don't. I always tell my friends I love them. Even if it's like the weirdest time, I still say it because I'm like, I want you to know it right now because I don't know with the next minute, the next hour. I don't know what's about to happen. But I want you to know that, hey, if I leave this earth and something happens to me, you at least know that you meant something to me. And hopefully other people start to do that more because... Man, the more you think that you got, oh, I got time to tell that person, or 
man, I'll tell them next time or it ain't that deep. That's exactly the moment where where you're reminded that life is short. So I just hope. Uh, I don't know. Not feeling depressed. Like, God, God. <laughs> I love y'all, you know. Like, <laughs> but what, what are the some of the things? Let's talk about. Let's take them out off. What are some of the things you do throughout the day? Like, you know, keep yourself positive about the things. Like for me, it's I'm always looking for new music and stuff. That keeps me feeling good. Or checking out. Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but what about what you got? <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why the first thing that popped in my head was that little boy trying to explain um, eating a sandwich. Have you seen that? Wait, how does it go? With it's like uh, he was like, you got to put the uh, the motherfucking uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put that motherfucker uh, well, she. <laughs> As many bad things are about social media, the, the, the memes and jokes that we get are like at the highest level of entertainment. Like the fact that you can just open up a little small little screen and get endless hours of jokes at our fingertips. <laughs> that's amazing. That's one thing that makes me uh keeps uh positive eye because I just um like to laugh about those things. Uh for me I think it's uh Definitely music um, is my go-to when it's like, whether it's like in, I'm in a down mood or just trying to be uplifted. Um, uh, I just like being around my friends. I mean, it's just something about being around your friends that are, you know, whether they're in the same path as you or uh, you're just hanging out, kicking it. Uh, it's just that camaraderie. Uh, as well as being with your family, but since I'm not close to my family all the time, it's usually just my being with my friends, talking to new people, meeting new people, um, seeing people su- be successful or be happy. Uh, those are the things that I try to keep in my daily atmosphere. Uh, but yeah. Whatever it takes. For me, sometimes, it'd be, like, the smallest things. Like, I'd be like, hey, it might be some crazy shit going on, but this Chick-fil-A I'm about to eat for lunch, though. I'm about to have me a good-ass lunch, though. I can see Ron saying that under his breath, too. (laughs) I'd be pulling up to the drive-thru. They stand out there waiting to come into my window. Yeah, boy. (laughs) You take those small victories when you can. Man, I mean, like, I like every day now. What I've been doing lately is, um, I've been like using this Bible app on my phone, and I try to like read a verse a day, which is cool because it gets my mind. Like, to me, it gets my. As soon as I wake up, I do it. It's, so it's like a, it's something that I set for myself every day, and I listen to um, uh, Erica Campbell. I'm going to say she's a good sister in Mary Mary, <laughs> if you heard our episode about Tina Kimmel. But uh, Erica does a radio show, and every day she posts on Instagram like a prayer. And I just listen to it, and that's my prayer for the day. So that's like my positive thing I do. But then like I say like good morning to my family, and me and my cousins, because we're all close in age, we have like a group chat. 
uh, on uh, GroupMe. And I just say, you know, good morning. And usually my cousins start, like, cracking on me or joking or whatever. They, like, start everybody laughing. And that helps. And then to you guys' point, like, I got some really cool friends. And I can literally go to my best friends and say, (laughs) I pick, like, a random name every day. But I can say, hey, good morning. Or I'll say something crazy. And I usually get something back crazy, and that just lets me know, like, hey, we all here together. And of course, hey, let me not get in trouble. I got a beautiful girlfriend that I say I love you too every morning, and I that tell her I'm thinking about her. And like those things, like having that every single day in front of me to do, like helps me out. Helps me like set my mind. To like, what am I about to face today? And let me know, like, hey, whatever I'm gonna face, I got all this support behind me to get through it. So I don't even care what you're gonna throw at me. I know that I'm gonna overcome it because I got this, these people or these things uh, to support me. So that's what I use. Nice, nice. So, I mean, we pretty much right at about that time. I feel like we just go ahead and wrap it up. Go ahead and close up the podcast. So, before we get out of here, y'all know we got to come in and check on something real quick. So, how the hockey team's been doing? Oh, boy. Them BC Caps. We were at third place in the Metropolitan Division, but we took an L. We took an L tonight. All right. Can y'all let me finish talking? <laughs> um, we took a hard L tonight against the Nashville Predators, but you know it's okay. We're right, we're right behind. Wait, is that their name for place. real? The, the Nashville Predators? Predators. Nashville. Oh, I'm gonna say like, hell yeah, come on. <laughs> with the National <laughs> Predators. Who signed <laughs> off on that? <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Uh, but it's all right. We had a tough game on Sunday against the Oilers. Went out in a shootout, so took that win. So it was, it was, it's all right. We got the Colorado Avalanche next. Well, unlike Conrad, we don't know what losing is like. We are first in heart. <laughs> We're first in our division. I mean, Winnipeg is the closest to us, and they don't even know where we are. They can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we won. Look, we went three and two in our last five. I'm assuming we got bored. That's my assumption, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving coming up, we said, look, we're going to let them catch up a little bit. And guess what they did? They lost. So, you know, St. Louis Blues out here being green for Michigan State. Yep, I paired them two together, okay? And they all want to be like Serena, and they all going to win. So, holla at Reaching. us. Okay? Give us the cup. Reaching. Wait, what do you win when you win hockey? Do you win a cup? You win a cup. Yeah, the Stanley. Give Stanley us the Stanley fucking Stanley. Give us Stanley, okay? Oh, <laughs> Damn it. Can we just not ask Brian to talk about his hockey team? Right. He finds a way to, he finds a way to so mess up every time. Do y'all want to pick a new time. team? Do y'all want to pick the Blues? Because you got... <laughs> Look, I'm mad I let you go before me because the Stars have not been having a good week. 
So I should actually went before you because now we're down like four or five spots below you guys oh, in the same division. Damn. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, going into the weekend, though, we were looking real good. So we started off on Friday shutting out the Islanders. That was like a straight 5-0. Y'all might as well have not even come up to play. <laughs> so I thought, like, I thought we were good to go. I thought we were back on track. I'm like, the boys are back. Nah, I was wrong. <laughs> Yesterday, we lost a 5-1. to And then tonight, while we were recording, we just lost again. 3-4. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, Ooh. it's getting rough, but I'm not losing hope. But boys in green, because we rep the real green and white. We're not trying to just fake it. You know, I rep green and white. I know what sport it is. We're going to come back. Wait to the playoffs. Whenever those may be. I'm going to check that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're far off from the playoffs. Right. Next year. I'm like, like March, maybe April. They're, they're, during, they're during the um, NBA playoffs. Oh, so that's like June. Because uh, that one time the um, what's LA's team? Damn. Anyways, Jeez. when the when the, <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers, I'm about to say the damn Lakers. So you know how it goes. The Kings. That's what it was. Yeah. When the Kings were in the won the Stanley Cup, they kept switching the floors out in the Staples Center because the, they had to switch between the playoffs for the uh, the Lakers or the Clippers. So, oh, yeah, I do remember that. We still got some time. See, yeah. all right, well, we're gonna see how this comeback looks. We're down to quite a few spots right now. No, that's that sucks. <laughs> hey, what do I win when when I do win? When we win, what do I um, win when we win? We do need to figure out how we're gonna do this. We're open to suggestions, definitely. So, if y'all got some ideas, toss them to us. I don't, what does the winner get? Or what does the loser have to do? Something we got to figure out a way to make this competitive. Because when I when I win this at the end of the day, like I'm about to win fantasy football. Hashtag I'm winning. I'm just gonna. I want to see. I want. <laughs> I'm just gonna let y'all have your little sure. time, your little moment right now. Both of y'all having a little <laughs> moment. So go ahead, think y'all gonna win, but have your little moment. Look, we're dominating. Playoffs coming up real soon. You can't dominate them. You can't dominate when you're at the bottom of the division. But I feel you. <laughs> we in the middle of our thing, actually. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> all right. You know what? We out. Let's go <laughs> wrap it up. Tell them where they can you. Throw away the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Let's get out of here. Where can they reach you at, Conrad? You guys already know you can reach me at that fella underscore Connie, and you can catch me on Instagram at Big C Twenty Two. Once again, have a blessed weekend. Um, if you in the Midwest, I'm sorry. I know it's getting cold. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, have fun. Be positive. Uh, like Brian says, tell someone you love them. If you don't love them, give them a hug at least or something. Um, but, hey, be blessed. Brian, hey, you know yeah, my heat on. <laughs> 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 my heat on, okay. <laughs> but uh, you can reach me on the main line when you call Jesus. Uh, so, <laughs> But I do want to say... I want to send a, a big happy birthday to my little brother, Gregory. I love you. Uh, 
And I want to say I love all you guys too, just not as much as Gregory because that's my little brother. And I love. Is it, is it, <laughs> hey, wait, is it is it Gregory or Gregory? Gregory. Because you say Gregory. Wow. <laughs> I'm just making sure you say your cousin's name is right. It feels like when you losing everything that you. <laughs> You compete near, you just feel the need. You feel the need, okay? Just lash out. So, you all have a blessed one. And Ronald. Alright, well, y'all can get at me at TaylorMadeLife on Twitter. Hit me up. At me. Talk to me. Alright, I don't really got nothing else. Happy birthday, Gregory. Gregory, hey. Darnold. Sorry, you gonna keep calling that? <laughs> hey, Darnold. <laughs> how bad do you feel that the Rams are a great team after they leave St. Louis? That's rude. Really so we out of here. Wow. Whoa, Donald. <laughs> <laughs>